I've got some questions for which there probably are no satisfactory answers. Laurel Hubbard um, made Olympic history today by taking part in the weightlifting. Laurel, uh, she had transitioned from a man and she took part in the woman's weightlifting. Obviously, it's caused a bit of debate. The fact that she didn't manage to complete a successful lift possibly means that it's uh, saved the real controversy for a later date. But of course, she could have won. Do you think it's fair for a man who transitions after puberty to a woman to be competing in sports with women? I don't. And that's purely because once they go through puberty as a, a male, then they inherit all of the male-dominated features. So therefore they are going to be stronger, they're going to have broader shoulders, they're going to have narrower hips, they tend to be taller. So even though you transition to a woman and your testosterone levels would inevitably drop, you would still maintain um, those characteristics that make men physically stronger and faster. Yeah, because they say the explosive force or something is the big differentiator between women and men. And that's why I think it's hard it's, to drop that. So there can't be any competitiveness really between the two. If you have a, two elite sports women who um, one is was born a woman and trained really hard and is at the top of their profession and their game and then the other being a, a trans woman who's gone through male puberty um, who's also an elite sportswoman has to have the advantage they have to yeah I agree and I, I think this is a slight problem because we probably do agree I was speaking to someone on the phone earlier who said to me oh what about the rights of people who have transitioned and I made the point of when it comes to gender equality we often talk about the rights of people who have transitioned but what about the rights of people who haven't transitioned so for example I believe Laurel was a good national weightlifter but presumably would not have got into the Olympics because of the age, I think of 37 or more, um, because of her age, presumably she'd never got into the Olympics as a man. So she's immediately elevated to being Olympic level. So what about the, the rights of, I think it was a 21-year-old woman who subsequently did not compete in the Olympics? It's because because Laurel... Yeah, but I suppose the point I'm making is if we're saying what we've just said, that purely on the basis of sports fairness, yes. it seems a shame to me 
that that girl who's 21 now could not compete in the Olympics because, and if I just cut and pasted everything you just said, this person who's gone through male puberty, blah, 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 is suddenly elevated yeah. above her. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm disagreeing with that argument that what about the right of a transgender woman? Um, but you could say, of what about the right of someone to take medication or or drugs or, you know, everyone has the right to do whatever they choose to do. Within the rules. Within, yeah, exactly. And this, is, and this is where it is, isn't it? So you can, somebody might need to take a drug for a cold. Yeah. They have a right to feel better. They have a right to treat their <clears throat> symptoms. But then it might have a, some kind of banned substance because it's deemed that it would give them an advantage. Yeah. So why isn't this the same? Why is it that I have no problem with people tra- um, transitioning to a different gender and living the life the way they want to, but then surely, because then they would have the advantage, surely then they they have to take themselves out of competition. Just competition, not... Not the sport itself, yeah. Just elite competition, because you've chosen to to take this path, um, and it creates an unfair um, bias towards the the trans person over a, a born female. But but your last statement there, I know people who would find that. Um, that that they would find that offensive and would suggest that what you're saying then is if you're trans you, you effectively have your rights of elite sport stripped away now i'm playing devil's advocate here i don't i'm not necessarily thinking i think someone from the olympic committee has stated that they believe the rules are wrong at the moment and that by purely measuring testosterone that you've got to get below a certain level to be able to compete in female sports and nobody argues that testosterone would drop but surely it's an unfair advantage that's my argument if you've gone through puberty yes absolutely but but and that's what they're saying so someone i think they said the the rules were ridiculous but they still allowed it for some reason um they allowed this to happen so the question is i suppose not I think for me, if you take it as it is and it's sport, and I agree with what you're saying, you're not allowed to take a performance-enhancing drug. Even if you mistakenly take cough medicine, really that's tough. Because if you're an elite athlete, you should know what you're taking. You should know what's in everything. That's what they're supposed to do. So they would be banned from competing. The question is, what's the solution and does it need one? I don't believe anyone's going to accept that someone when i sorry when i say anyone a large group of people would not accept being told if you've transitioned you cannot compete in elite sport that's going to be the problem because what you're what you're effectively saying is that person feels that for example well actually it only works one way it only works if you're transitioning from a from a man to a woman mm. a woman transitioning to a man to, play, to to compete in male sports and i'm not i know it sounds awful it's not actually going to have any impact at all is it 
Well, no, because they probably wouldn't, wouldn't get do to it. that elite. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they wouldn't get to that elite level. No, and so, many people, many many people don't get to that elite level. No, but if you are whether you're taking performance enhancing drugs, or whether you are a man that's transitioned to a woman and gone through male puberty and going into elite sport, I just see that as the the same thing. It's giving an unfair advantage to somebody who was born a woman, and that's what I that's what I find it difficult to get to get past. That's the the only thing I find it difficult to get past. Just the same as a man transitioning to a woman would probably then accept that their elite sporting career was over. Yeah, and and I would. And I suppose I'd also think that I think if, if as I said, you, you look at it purely on the basis of fairness in sports, if you have people who would say that actually someone who's transitioned their rights trump that, I would then suggest that you are unfairly putting the rights of someone who's transitioned above people who haven't, above yes, women exactly. who haven't. And I, I think it can go too far. We, we know there's a huge debate about gender equality, and we know that that's extremely important, and it's probably more important than any of us realises for the future. But it always feels like it's on this people on either sides. You get a lot of people on one side who will say there's no such thing as non binary, you are only male or female at birth. And then you'll, but you'll also get a lot of people on the other side who feel that um, gender rights usurp anything else at all. So yeah, that's that's a and that's where it that's gets a tricky. Very different subject, though, isn't it? Well, no, it's it? not. Because it's exactly the same because you, you're talking about science and science. You're born male or female, and then what you choose to to be known as or become. But it's or be definitely as a related because if it wasn't, there's no way the Olympic committee would have sanctioned someone who's transitioned from male to female competing in female sports so there is a a a large lobby out there to have this happen and I think the problem is there doesn't seem to be a solution because it's not what are you going to do are you going to choose a third category of sports a bit like the Paralympics and the Paralympics has always been dogged by, I mean, without meaning to sound crass, it literally is. It's always been dogged by the thing of, well, you're less disabled than this person, so you won't. You have the advantage. So, yeah. And is it going to be dogged by the same thing? You've transitioned this much, your testosterone level is this, or you were... Uh, it's a weird but thing, see, isn't it? Is, yeah, and, and this, is the, this is the problem in the top-level elite sport, um, you know, some people are naturally built for a certain sport and therefore they excel at it. Um, yeah, it's pure luck, isn't it? But it's pure luck on, you know, and that's and that's just nature and nurture. But when you're talking about scientifically and chemically changing, um, changing somebody's composition into a man or woman or however... Um, whoever they choose to to be then as you say it comes down to the rights you know the right of a person that's that's born as a woman and is trained to elite level is just as much right as a um you know 
somebody that that's trans so you can't you can't then say a, a trans woman is trumps the rights of a um a woman born as female yeah i think to me it comes down to this point that it's not like they'd competed in the olympics before they weren't good enough all of a sudden they are this this laurel lady so that that to me is a big issue and that's proof of a potential big issue so it's literally saying if i was good at a particular sport even to national level i could transition and go into the olympics next time it literally Mm. is to that level and I think that's where people struggle. But I don't think there's an answer to this. There isn't. But it's a dangerous have... precedent allowing this... To... Personally... There are strong feelings on both parts. There the are. That's the problem. I personally think it's wrong. And I don't think it's got nothing to do with gender. It's got nothing to do with gender equality. I think it's wrong purely on the basis of elite sport. And if people say that her rights trump that basis of fairness i would disagree with them until the day i die because that's ridiculous i I disagree with it purely because once you've gone through male puberty then you then have an unfair advantage over a woman and that and that's purely my um my opposition to it yeah and and uh, but, but and that's why I don't think there's a there's a good solution to this. And if anything, I hate to say it, I think it could do damage for gender equality. In actual fact, I think, although gender equality tends to be about men and women, but for trans rights, I almost wonder if it could do damage. Because what it does is it brings up the vehement people on each side. Mm. And, and it creates more antagonism more arguments and because it is such a polarizing thing and then there's people like me and you who are in the middle we don't really have much experience of trans and people being non-binary etc probably because of our age and generation but i think what it does is it maybe steers people like me and you you start looking at it and you think hold on hold on why was this allowed what's happening here is this is this a big lobby you know you have to admire someone like Laurel because she's you know she's taken this massive step in the media eye and the arguments both sides are so passionate and heartfelt and you could argue in actual fact she was at a major disadvantage because of the media attention because of how um the the reaction if she had won a medal if she couldn't she had... win could she no exactly that's because... a good point she could never win this so this this could be the fact that it was a, a massive disadvantage to her um and i think she's in incredibly brave and whatever side you're on you can't really yeah. ignore that i i think to be fair you you have to admire anyone who transitions anyone who um actually is themselves knowing that they're going to get a huge amount of criticism even in normal life as mm. i say years ago i mean when i saw it years ago 20 years ago in the building i worked there was a man he was about three inches taller than me he was about six foot four and he used to wear a dress and high heels 
and yet he had a beard so like a stubble and, and at the time of course I was quite young you're just like oh my word but you have to admire the fact mm-hmm. that he's there he knows the attention he's getting most of it probably negative, negative yeah. but you you've got to admire continuing with that I think things have come a long way, you know, in, in respect to, you know, even something like Eurovision that's normalised um, a lot of transgender issues and, you know, someone like Conchita, who... That's true, You yeah. know, who has become this, this cult figure and actually a, a leader um, in in that way. And I think the danger with Eurovision is that it, it tries to normalise really shit music. Well, yes, Which not, is a shame. not necessarily the music, but it, you know we ha- have come a, a long way for, in the last twenty years in, yeah, yeah. in normalising. But um, but that's why I wonder if this feels. I hate to say it. This feels like it's trying to solve a problem that you just can't solve. Maybe it's just the next step. Maybe it's the next step that that Laurel is the forefront of. Maybe, and but people in twenty years will look back and go, "Well, she was the person that possibly, took that step forward." But yeah, I agree, and I'm, I'm sure this is what happens with anything. When you look back, and we look at the attitudes of the eighties, the seventies, or whatever, we look back now as though it's awful. Mm. But people who were fifty then would have thought, "Well, how are you possibly going to get out of this?" But this particular thing, on a practical level. I find it hard to understand how we're going to normalise. That's really the wrong word in this yeah. case, but do you know what I mean? How are we going to make it but fair? But then you could argue it's it, this is all very new as well. So we haven't had the time to really look into it and make the parameters fair. Maybe there's there's more parameters that they can bring in that make it an even playing field. This, this is all very new. It is, yeah. You know, so... They haven't really had a chance to to really look into it. And yes, in twenty years they might look back and say, actually, when Laurel first competed, she was at, at had an advantage. But now we've brought in this, this, and this to ensure that well, everyone's so, on a on a level playing. So field. you'd almost have some kind of handicap rating, like in golf, where where you're almost able to. We're talking about potentially with whatever algorithms we have in the future you're able to actually handicap and rank. I don't no, see how it's, it's possible. It's, it's very difficult. <clears throat> but as I say, this is this is a new thing. Laurel is that first person. Yeah, yeah, she is the first so, person. I just don't see how you ever get to this. The fact is, elite sport is the gifted versus those who work hard. You could say Roger Federer, naturally gifted. Yeah. Andy Murray... Obviously, a very gifted tennis player, but had to work so hard. It's Ronnie O'Sullivan versus Stephen Hendry in snooker. Yeah, exactly. and 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 all of them are at the top of their game, but in yeah. different ways. So all elite sport and all sport is to do with the gifts you've been given and the work you put in. So there's always a variety there. Yeah. The problem, the where, what I can't get my head around is how you ever get to a point where. If you're going to have male versus female or categories of male, female, because you can't lump everyone in together, that wouldn't be fair. And that sounds, no. you know, it sounds awful, but it wouldn't be, would it? And sometimes, and different sports would have different 
different ideas of what's fair. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, if you talk, talk about something like a, something like shooting, archery, you know, it, it wouldn't have much of a difference. But we saw in the relay, the mixed relay, That's fantastic the difference to watch. between <clears throat> the men and women and, and in the, a, a lot of the athletics where, where strength and stamina and and stride there was a huge difference it's a, it's a massive there. difference so in some sports i think the transition is going to be much easier in weightlifting i'm not i suppose weightlifting yeah you're stronger so you can lift heavier weights wider shoulders thinner hips is massive yeah, for weightlifting massive. so it's a difficult thing to maybe if laurel had been an elite into an, another elite sport such as archery it wouldn't have been so much controversy surrounding it it wouldn't have been but that wouldn't actually get anywhere near to answering the question of how in the future you ever get around this and i as i say i can't get my head around a way if you're going to have male and female split which you have to do we know you have to do that for almost every sport apart from the ones like dressage which has been proved you don't need to whilst you have that split the fact is if you're saying if we have male and female split in elite sport and as you said scientifically everyone's been born male or female if they transition that's where you get the problem you will never ever get around that blurring of it to the point that it becomes unfair which was proved which is effectively proved. If any man transitions to being a woman, mm. they have a natural physical advantage. And as I kept thinking all day, what about the rights of the women they're competing against? Now, see, just because someone's argue. trans and just yeah. because someone, no doubt, has had a real hard time, probably with mental health as well, because it must be, mm. I wouldn't know, and I'm not being patronised, but it must be a really hard thing to have to live with. That does not mean this other elite, these other athletes should lose out. But then, you know, when I'm, when I'm thinking about it, the more I think about it, you know, you, you have different shapes and sizes in women. You have people that are well over six foot and, and you have smaller women. You have bigger men, you have smaller men. So they, you could... You could argue that in the grand scheme of, of the human race, you have people that have a natural advantage. You know, you might have a tall athlete with slim hips, or you might have someone like Roger Federer, who's naturally built yeah. for um, for tennis. Who who was the Jamaican runner? Bolt, Usain Bolt. Now, Usain Bolt didn't do much training. He was naturally built for that. So could you say well, that's an unfair advantage from from somebody who's five foot five? You well, know, it's, it's no. The reason you couldn't so you could say that's in nature, just because just because somebody else is is changing their gender, does it give them much more of an advantage than nature itself would give somebody? If Usain Bolt was going to compete in the women's one hundred meters, yes. That's oh, the crucial. Just, no, but, that, but, but that's paying, the crucial. I'm just playing devil's advocate, yes. saying about the different shapes and sizes, and people can have smaller hips and wider shoulders, and you know. But, but, that, but that's what curvy. I was alluding to earlier about being gifted, or putting in the hard work. Yeah. You will always get. You will always get people who, are just above others. That's mm. just life. That's the way it is. Everyone's good at something. 
some people are exceptional at something. But if you took, for example, the top 5,000 people in the world in the 100 metres, I'm presuming 5,000 of them would be men. Yeah. So, so, so that's where it gets different. That's where yeah. the... So your exceptionality... And also, Usain Bolt, it's the worst word, but it's actually the perfect word. He's a freak of nature. He's like six foot five. And if you see the 100 metres world records, he's brought it down at a quicker curve than anyone in history. Mm. So he is, in a good way, a complete freak of nature. He's unusual. Up until that point, all the men were taking it down by 0.02 of a second. 0.2. So it's always been... And they tended to be as a shorter stature. Yeah, usually about six foot is about apparently the, the, the perfect height for running even shorter could be good yeah. but you still need longish legs but the fact is there's tended to be and i guess the the issue is it's that it is it does go back to that thing of gender and puberty doesn't it yeah. you are effectively yeah. scientific if you looked at it purely on in sport you have men men's sports and you have women's sports if that's the basis of sports and that stays the same I don't see how you can allow someone who's transitioned within that framework because it's jumping over the line that separates athletes for a good reason. And it's the fact that the top, out of the 5,000, they could all be men. Mm. So once you jump over that line, you, you're effectively, you could be picking up, let's just say the top 5,000 Hypothetically, 100 metres runners in the world were men. And the person who's 4,998th transitions to a woman. They've got Olympic gold. That's ridiculous. That's not fair. (laughs) Do do, do you see what I mean? It's always going to be an emotive subject. I think anybody, anybody that transitions, anybody that chooses to be... um, different i'm not sure they're choosing either to be fair i think if you transition it's what you are isn't it yes it it is yeah or 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 should i say you know brave enough to to say this is who i am and this is who i'm going to to live as um it's always always going to be so emotive and and difficult and you can imagine that somebody who's trained at an elite level and wants to be an elite athlete being told that they can't do it and and that's a fair point actually and probably something completely overlooked if for example laurel in this case she is a woman she feels that she's a woman and in her and she knows that she's a woman and as you say in effect we're saying or the Olympic Committee, whoever, saying, actually, no, you're not. No, yeah, you're not being recognised as a woman. So, so you're not being recognised as a woman. But I really spent a long time talking about the fairness of it. And, and I'll stand by that. I still yeah. think it's wrong, but just because... But to Laurel, maybe it's about being recognised. I am a woman. Yeah. I want to be recognised as a woman. I want to be seen as a woman. I want to be treated as a woman. So if one part of society, doesn't matter which part, but if one part of society turns around and says, you're not a woman, then then that's massive. It is. 
And it goes, and this is the point. Well, I say it's the point. It's only come to me now, and I'm starting to regret a lot of what I've already said yeah, tonight. Yeah, no, I agree. But the bit I don't regret, I still don't believe, and that's how it gets so difficult yeah, because her is. rights are in a way being smashed down if you say you can't compete against other women because you're not technically a woman in our eyes, yeah, which is right. what you're saying. But at the same time, you've got the rights to the other people. And that's why I don't think it can be solved. See, it seems so black and white, doesn't it? But it's not when you get into it. It's not because Laurel has a right to be who she wants well, to be. Well, I think that's the problem. It actually is very black and white. And she has a right for everybody to recognise it. Yeah, but it's very black and white because you've got real opposing scientific values on each side and emotional values but then that's science against emotion then isn't it yeah but sport isn't emotion sport is unfortunately being the best and as i said at the start i've got a lot of questions but i don't think there's an answer and i think as we've gone near the end of this i think it's maybe dawned on us that oh my god each side of it is so important yeah I just can't see how the two can be bridged. I really can't. I, I, really, I, I really feel for Laurel, actually. I think, I think she's I a do. very brave person. I do. I absolutely do. But at the same time, I feel for the people she's competing against mm. who've put their lives into trying to win and who could have potentially f- failed, in their eyes, as I said, probably there's been a massive unfair advantage, um, a, a massive unfair disadvantage to Laurel because of all this media attention and all of this. Although you doubt. could say that about Lauren, uh, uh, Simone Biles, you could say that about Naomi Osaka. The, the, the attention's there; it's quite negative mm. everywhere. But yeah, that's that, that's very interesting how we've started. And I said this will be like five minutes. Near we are thirty minutes later. Mm. Um, it's funny how we've literally come to... We've actually got ourselves further and more confused. And that's maybe the problem. There isn't a right answer, though, is there? There's no right and, answer. And this is, this is the problem. There's no right answer. Yeah. And, that, and that's a good final thing, and that's an interesting thing, because although I don't think it would ever happen, I was just saying, if you had a third category for people who've transitioned, that's in theory the same thing. We're still... The Olympic Committee still wouldn't be recognising them. No. As their gender. The gender they want to be. Not that they want to be, that they are. Yeah. That they feel they are, you know. It's... Ooh. That's impossible. Yeah, it's kind of emotion over science. What you are in your head compared to scientifically what you are. What you are... Yeah, what, what you... Yeah, exactly. We're saying what, you know, what's important. You're choosing... You're basically choosing whether scientifically what a person is is more important than emotionally what a person is how yeah. can you choose <laughs> it would be like you walking into a woman's toilets and being told sorry you can't come in here you look too much like a man Yeah, it's that level of how it must feel and probably even worse you know not that they'll ever say that to you sweetheart mm-hmm. thank you for listening everyone bye thank you bye